Welcome back to The Grinder, folks. We are about to go into the grindhouse with the one and only Brad Lee. Brad, tell us about yourself, man. Tell us about yourself. Buddy, there ain't much to tell. I'm just a, I'm just a struggler out in the world trying to survive. Just trying to keep a little change in your pocket? That's right. Just trying to <laughs> roll the coins to pay the power bill. All right, everybody listen. Okay, Brad's being modest as hell right now. Brad is the one of the best salesmen in the world. And that's, that's, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> so uh, that actually jumps me into my first thing. Man, you've been, you've been promoting it hard. It looks like you got some amazing stuff going on. Can you tell us a little bit about what you got cooking with the Closer School? Well, the Closer, closer School is really uh, kind of an example that I'm setting for clients that use Lightspeed that want to generate revenue and create courseware. So a lot of times we would come on board and I would tell them what to do, but a lot of them wouldn't do it. And then they would be concerned as to why it's not as successful as they want it. So I finally got tired of telling them and I said, watch, I'll just show you what to do. So I put together closer school because my expertise is the ability to get somebody to understand how to become a closer. Now the difference between a salesman and a closer is the salesperson's job ends when somebody says no and the closer's job begins. So the difference between a salesman and a closer is a closer comes when the customer says no. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. A lot of salespeople think, you know, I closed that deal and I say, well, how did you get them? to say yes. They're like, what do you mean? I met them, showed them the product. I, you know, we negotiated and, and they, and they bought it. Well that you sold it to them. You didn't close them on anything. Unless someone says no, you're not closing a deal. You're selling something. So at the end of the day, a really good salesperson gets people to say yes a lot. Right. But they don't yeah. say, no. they just say yes. And guess what? There's people making a great living as a great salesperson because they can get people to understand value and they can get people to say yes. But what happens when someone says no? Well, now you either better go get a closer or you better become one. And closing has specific steps. If someone knew what they were, it's so easy to get past almost any objection on earth. And if you get it down, just like a, you know, MMA fighter or a dancer, you become very, very good at closing. And with that skill, Man, your whole life changes, not just your sales and your revenue and your income, but your life, you know, your relationships, just overall happiness in general. So Closer School was put together as an example of what to do with our virtual training system to help train people, generate revenue and change lives. Closer School is probably, I would say, the, the best example of how to use the Lightspeed VT system there is. Nice. And, and, it, and, it, and it coincidentally shows people how to get more confidence, shows people how to correct their mindset, shows people the, the skill set and selling and closing. It's both sales and closing. But I spend a lot of time working on the person. That's why the, 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 the motto is not only do you become a better closer, you become a better human. Because I work on the human. If you're screwed up at home, you're going to be screwed up at work. Do you think anybody can be go from a, a salesman to a closer? Absolutely. You just got to know how. Just they, like, do you, think, do you think anybody can can ballroom dance? Yeah, as long as they got two legs. Well, do you, can you ballroom dance right now? No. 
Why not? Because <laughs> nobody's ever taught me. I've never learned. That's it. So again, yeah. you want to become a badass closer that gets people to follow your lead or I, you know, closing is just a harsh word. You want to learn how to persuade people. You want to learn how to get people to see things the way you want them to see it. You want to be able to get past no in your life. Well, then you got to learn how to close. And that's what closer school really focuses in on. But your mindset's very important. Your gratitude, your confidence, your ethics, it's all important. Because if you're an unethical closer, you're still a piece of shit. Yeah. Right? And guess what? Your life is still going to suck, even though you're very persuasive. That means you're going to get away with a lot of stuff. You're going to make money, but you're never going to be successful to a point that I want you to be because what I'm trying to do is make your life better. And the only way to make your life better is to address all areas, you know, your health, your finances, your relationships, and your, you know, development, your growth, your, almost your spirituality. So I work on all of it in closure school. Plus I do four live training sessions a month. I call them mentor Mondays where I get on for an hour and we just Q and a through zoom role play, practice, train, talk, and dude, quite frankly, for the, for what I'm charging, cause I'm not really charging to make the money. I'm charging to show people how to do it. I think it's what three ninety seven lifetime. Damn. Wow. So dude, I could get $5,000 an hour to coach people. Yeah. I seven for life and I include four hours a month. So anyway, long story short, that's what it is. It's an it's a interactive training system and a program and a group of people with live sessions, et cetera. And our whole goal is to make people better closers and better humans. Well, that definitely, I mean, that speaks to me because I was at an event this weekend and somebody goes, what's your, what's your top three objections for customers when you're buying? And I couldn't name three. And I was like, I, I'm fucked up right now. I can't name my top three. That shows how disconnected I am from the sales coming in. We're selling. We're taking orders. We're, you know, people are giving us orders and we're doing it. We're not closing them. Yeah. Well, when you get a no, you have to know the process to get past it. And if you do, you get good at it. Because again, I can tell you right now, you'll still go suck a little bit because you haven't practiced. Sure. So I can show you how to do a ballroom dance, but you'll still suck for a while. Yeah. Go, go to that studio every day and just keep practicing, keep practicing, keep practicing. Pretty soon, dude, you, you might end up the best ballroom dancer in the world. And when people are going to be like, well, dude, what happened? Shit, I learned to ballroom dance. That's all. <laughs> Closings, there, there's no difference, man. Do you guys know how to repair your confidence if you have a confidence issue? Practice. That's what I would do. I mean, you might get out like talking to people, practice at it. Tactical steps. Like, how do you repair confidence? If you're like, I don't know. Well, then you probably aren't going to be very good at being confident. But if I showed you how to do it and you applied it, guess what? Your confidence starts to increase, which literally starts to affect a lot of areas in your life, your health. Mm -hmm. And again, the reason why, think about it. Why is somebody, and it's not all cases, but in general, why is somebody really overweight? Because they're lazy. That's why why are they lazy? Because they don't care. Why don't they care? See, well, they, they care about that Twinkie more than, you know, the themselves. Oh, yeah. Okay. So again, you start to look with common sense. Why don't they care? The answer is they don't care about themselves. Yeah. 
And that's the problem. And they're trying to fix it with a diet. A diet's not the problem. The problem is, is they don't care about themselves. Why don't they care about themselves? That's the problem. If you, if you started caring about yourself, you wouldn't eat the Twinkie. If you cared about yourself, you wouldn't skip the workouts. Yeah. And it goes into financially too. Why aren't people making money? Because they don't know how. Why don't they go learn? Because they don't think they deserve it. Who knows? But at the end of the day, it always boils back down to one person, and that's the person in the mirror. If you want to win and succeed in life, anyone can do it, even if you don't have legs. But your mind is where it begins. If your mind's messed up, dude, you got bigger problems. You got to fix the mindset. You got to fix the, the foundation before you worry about building the house. Yeah. And that's, um, that, that, that's, that's a lot of what we hit on uh, in this podcast is more so mindset and, and tackling that, that everyday constant communication with yourself and then projecting that outward. Right. Yeah. Um, because it's important. I mean, that's, you either win or lose the game inside your head. Right. Well, listen, I'm going to give you and your listeners a little something to think about. Ready? Shoot. What would you rather have a million dollars cash every day you wake up or would you rather have life? Life, life. Yeah. Okay. We'd all say that, right? Common sense. Life's more important than a million dollars, right? Yep. Yeah. Life's more important than a million dollars every single morning. Right? right. Right. So if that's a fact, why, when you wake up every morning, you're not excited like you just got handed a million dollars? That's right. Because That's right. admittedly, you just receive something every morning. The news you get is you get another day. And you don't, you wouldn't even blink. You wake up and you start thinking, oh, shit, today's going <laughs> to be a bitch. You're not excited. You're not pumped. Now, if tomorrow morning I woke up and said, here's a million dollars. Dude, nobody could ruin your day. Yep. You would be so fired up, the littlest things wouldn't even bother you. In fact, big things wouldn't even bother you. No. But yet everybody currently gets up and every little thing bothers them. Their kids are bothering them. Their job's bothering them. Their ob obligations are bothering them. Why? Because that's a perspective, bro. If a million dollars, admittedly, is not as valuable as life, and every morning you realize you get another day, why wouldn't you be excited like you got a million dollars? You're right. You're right. It's, Brent, Brent, it's, Brent, every time I've, I've, ever since I've been listening to you, you always talk about keeping it simple. Perfect it example right there. Keep it simple. Think of it like that. You know, but why, why do, why do people have such a hard time converting that? I mean, cause even when you've given stuff and I'm like, man, that's super simple advice. It's still kind of tough sometimes to, to bring it into practical terms for myself? Well, here's the answer, in my opinion. Too many people are trying to figure out what they need to learn, when in reality, most people need to unlearn. Like, you've already been taught. This shit ain't easy, bro. Money don't grow on trees, dude. Yeah. Hey, if you want something done, you better do it yourself. Hey, listen, we only have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Hey, listen... Nice guys finish last, man. You got to get in there and fight. You know, all this stuff we've been learned 
or we've been taught and we've learned and it's almost indoctrinated into our belief system from a little kid. And by the way, some have it better than others. You're in a uh, abusive family. Dude, there's people that committed suicide because they really believe they weren't worth anything. Well, you don't just wake up thinking you're not worth anything. Someone had to tell you you're not worth something. Yeah. And pretty soon you started to do what? Believe it. You believed it. And once you believe it, dude, you're screwed. So the reason why a lot of the things I keep simple is because, dude, it is simple. It's common sense. It's simple stuff. It's not rocket science. Anyone can do it. And most of what you've been told is totally wrong. It's either the wrong time. Like, for example, maybe at one time that was good advice. Dude, this is 2019. That advice isn't true anymore. Have you ever been told, don't talk to strangers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, strangers is the people that have what you want. But right. you were told not to talk to them. So now why are people afraid to introduce themselves? You realize the more money you make is based on how many hands you shake? Yep. Like, I have a saying, the more hands you shake, the more money you make. Well, guess what? That's the truth. It is. So if you knew that all you got to do to make more money is shake more hands, how come you're not out shaking hands? Why are you wasting time on this podcast? That's a good point. Because you don't believe it. Well, why don't you believe it? Well, because you, you just don't believe it. Nobody ever put that belief in your head. The truth is, the more hands you shake, the more money you make. For sure. Don't believe me? Go try it. Put some science behind it. Start shaking hands and see if it doesn't happen. Because you'll be like, dude, it's the craziest thing. Like, I started doing that. Five days later, I walked up to a guy, introduced myself. I shook his hand. Turns out, he was looking for the shit I do. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, holy crap, what a coincidence. I do that. And he's like, well, you do? Because I need that. I made a deal and I made money. And I never would have made that money unless I was out shaking hands. Well, that's because... The more hands you shake, the more money you make. But yet, why doesn't everybody go do it? How hard is that to understand? It's not hard at all. Right. It's simple as hell, but yet nobody wants to do it. It's crazy. And if you think about fitness too, it's not hard to figure out how to get abs. It's hard to get abs because you don't want to do what it takes to get them. Exactly. So quit sitting there wondering why you can't get abs. It's because you won't put in the work. Why am I not making more money? Because you're not shaking enough hands. You're not meeting enough people. I went out on a stage one time. Everyone else had all this elaborate, fluffy speech. And I said, dude, you want to make more money? Do more than you're doing. Everyone's like, well, duh. Like, dude. It's like, duh. Well, why aren't you doing more then? Do more. Get better. And while you're at it, brush your damn teeth. <laughs> people are judging you you know how many people walk up to me and they're like brad oh my god i can't believe i'm meeting you i have i have been always wanting to ask you this and i always wanted and dude i can't get past their breath their breath is literally unbelievably bad and i'm thinking to myself if you ever meet me by the way in person you'll always see is this rocket science kids no listerine listerine yeah. So guess what? Some people, well, you know, he's got chronic halitosis. It's not his fault. Yeah, it is. How hard is that? <laughs> hey, I'm going to meet somebody. Boom. Yeah. It's practical shit. It's practical. It's simple. And everyone wants to make it rocket science. Everybody thinks it's difficult. Why? Because we are taught that way, man. Making money ain't easy, bro. This life ain't easy. 
You're going to have to go in and struggle. You got to pay your dues. Listen, there are no shortcuts. Have you ever heard there are no shortcuts? Yep. Yeah. Total, total bullshit, dude. Yeah. There are, there are a lot of shortcuts. A lot of shortcuts. There are shortcuts. There are secrets. There are hacks. There are things that you can do to accelerate the journey. It's total bullshit that there are no secrets. But, dude, listen to people out there on the Internet talking about there are no secrets. It's just hard work. Guys, it ain't just hard work. That's bullshit. My dad worked hard his entire life. Never got rich. All you need to do is the right thing. Just do the right thing, man. That ain't true. My dad did the right thing his whole life. Never went anywhere. So if all you got to do is hard work and do the right thing, why wasn't he rich? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, so what's so the what's the piece to that? Besides the hard work, you need that. You need to be honest. You need to do what's right. Yeah, but it's not it's not the hard work, dude. I don't work very hard, quite frankly. Like to me, hard You're work just effective. No, to me, hard work is involves blisters on your hands. You know, swinging a pick or an axe or a shovel. You know, just like again, guys out there running those tractors, those bobcats. To me, that's fun, dude. You want to freaking pay me to go drive around a bobcat and scoop shit up and put it in a dump truck? Dude, that sounds fun to me. That's not work. But there's bobcat operators right now that think they're working hard. That ain't hard. To me, hard, it means that it's painful. I'm getting blisters. Like my, my back hurts when I get home. I can't enjoy life because I'm working so hard. Dude, working 14 hours a day as a model, ask the model. They'll tell you they work hard. In my opinion, yeah. that ain't working hard. That's working a lot, but it's not working hard. Right. All you got to do is work hard. You don't have to work hard. Dude, I don't work hard. Other people, by the way, tell me I work hard. My wife tells me I work hard. She's confused with working a lot. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I see that. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Hey, hey, you guys watch any shows? Mm, no. Game of Thrones? Yeah, I'll probably watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Have you, have you ever watched a TV series? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Every single one of them? No. Yeah. A lot of people do. I'm one of them. Now, was it hard to watch all the Game of Thrones? No. Dude, I, I, I watched hours and hours and hours of it. Was it hard? Was I watching TV hard? <laughs> no. So, so why, do we, why do we think we work hard when we really don't work hard? Sometimes people are working 12 to 15 hours a day and they're like, whew, I'm exhausted. I worked 12 to 15 hours a day. Do yourself a favor. Start breaking down what you do during the day. You start to realize you ain't working 15 hours a day. You're thinking about working half the time. So you're actually working way less than that. Right. Take a normal job. We work eight hours a day, right? Sure. Yeah. No, you don't. I get here to work at eight o'clock. Then I'm in the kitchen making coffee for 15 minutes. Then I'm stopping and chit-chatting at the old freaking copy room to make sure so-and-so and so-and-so the night before, what happened with that? And then I get on my internet and I go check my Facebook real quick. And then I return an email 
And then, and then I, uh, hey, isn't it about lunchtime? And if I smoke, guess what? Smoke break, bitches. <laughs> and now I need a coffee break. Shit, I'm just going to get a refill. I'm just going to go get some coffee real quick. I'll be right back. Next thing you know, you map out what you actually did in that eight hours. You probably worked three or four if you're lucky. Now, there's some people that are, like I used to work at a mill pulling green chain. Dude, we worked eight hours a day because when, when the bell rang, you're doing something until it was lunchtime and you were constantly working until lunchtime. Take a break, take a lunch, right after lunch, you're, you're pulling that, that wood again. Well, in certain cases like that, well, yeah, you're actually working more than, than, than the others, but we think we work all the time. Dude, I screw off all the time. And then people say, you can't be successful if you're screwing off. Then how am I successful? Well, I, I, I had one of the best pieces of advice I got several years ago was somebody told me, don't confuse working hard with being successful. And they were applying that to me. You know, you're, you're confusing working hard with being successful because I felt like I was creating success for them, but I was working hard for them, but yeah, I wasn't well, creating success. Don't confuse activity with progress. Yeah. Write that down. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Now, hey, do you, do you play this video or is this all audio? Uh, we could run both. We normally do audio. Okay, good. <laughs> so listen, I can break down almost anything because I've lived a long time. I've learned the hard way. Failure is the best teacher or the most effective. I wouldn't say it's the best. It's the most effective teacher because you learn quicker. Like, you know, go stick your hand in a fire one time and you'll never do it again because of pain. Yeah, no so, shit. The hard way is, is, is dealing with the pain. I've dealt with pain, man. And I'm telling you guys, after a while, I started to realize, dude, this isn't rocket science. Everybody had me believing that this is difficult. I have to be special. I have to be talented. I have to have a degree. I have to be some special person to succeed. No, you don't. You need to know how to succeed, and then you need to be consistent. Yes. You need to be consistent. Know how and be consistent. Well, the question is, is how? How do you become successful? Well, first thing you need to do, you guys want to write this down? Yeah, so I got my first, pen right here. First thing you need to do is figure out what success is. Because how are you supposed to get something that you don't know what it is? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Getting what you want is easy. Figuring out what it is is more difficult. You have to figure out what it is you want and not in general. I want a million dollars. Well, again, you want a million dollars, that's success to you. So if you have a million dollars, you're going to be successful. They're going to say, yep. And guess what? That's not true. You can have a million dollars and you're not successful, nor will you feel that way because in order to do what it takes to make a million dollars, you're probably going to have to spend half of it making it. Yeah. Okay. So guess what? You don't net a million dollars, but you didn't know that. You just thought I need a million dollars when in reality, if you really want a million, you probably should go for three. And guess what? You start to realize, shit, it's just as hard to get three as it is 30. Why am I thinking so small? Why is three enough? Okay, screw it. I'm going $30 million. Well, now apply the same logic. Why would you go after 30 and not 300? And then pretty soon you're like, dude, what do I want? I don't even know what I want. Okay, step one, figure out what you want. Specifically, what kind of house do you want? What kind of family do you want? What kind of life do you want? What kind of time do you want? What kind of vacations do you want? And once you do that, you start to be able to compare what you're doing 
and see if it maps to that. If you want time with your children, do you think you should be working 80 hours a week? No. Why would you work 80 hours a week if what you want is free time? So now you start to attract and think up, how can I have my free time and make a lot of money? Well, now you start attracting different opportunities. You start observing different opportunities. You start meeting different people. You start noticing different things. Have you guys ever bought a car and then all of a sudden saw a bunch of them on the road? Hell yeah. Yeah. But before you bought the car, you never really saw any on the road. That's because you've never noticed them on the road. They were always there. But you have something in your brain called a reticulating actor, I forget, reticulating activator system or some shit like that. So what that thing does is when you put your mind on it, you start to be aware. Like when you're, someone calls out your name at a party, someone says, Addison, you're like, what? Because, dude, you, you, you're aware of that name and, and, and you'll, you'll look around. But if you walked into a party and someone said, hey, Tim, you wouldn't even know that they said it half the time. Right. Same thing with success, dude. You got to know what it is so you're more aware of the opportunities that map to it. So you figure out what it is you want, then getting it's fairly easy. But it's really consistency, mindset, and consist. Yeah, it's consistency and mindset, dude. You don't even have to be talented. You can learn talent. Well, it's like going back to, I mean, what you said about wanting abs. I mean, if I woke up tomorrow morning, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get fucking healthy and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a six pack. But if that's not truly what I want, well, the, the course of what you're saying, what you're explaining to us, it's, it's about your dedication to it and staying with it, right? It's not how hard you work. It's how long you try to obtain it. So if that's really not my goal, then I'm just going to do these little spikes, try for a little bit, fucking quit, and then I'm going to go back to normal, and I'm never going to hit the level because I never focused on what I actually truly wanted. Basically. So you're going to wake up. You're going to start doing the work that's required to get the abs. And then you're going to realize you don't really want the abs. You want the comfort. Yeah, and, then yeah. you, and then your brain chooses the comfort. But it doesn't just say, nope, I want to be comfortable because I'd be too easy. Your brain says, well, let's rationalize why I shouldn't go to the gym. Let's rationalize why what I wanted isn't really what I wanted. And then you start to change your mind and you start to have these, you know, thoughts like, damn, dude, I should probably go to the gym, but damn it, dude, man, I'm, I'm sore. Maybe I'll go tomorrow. And then you go tomorrow or you maybe make another reason up. Next thing you know, yeah. it's been nine months. Someone says, Hey, Chapman thought you was going to get abs. <laughs> and by the way, you can get abs in nine months for sure. Yeah. So, the reason why that happens is because you don't have confidence. Now, some people think, oh, I got confidence. Don't confuse ego and confidence. Okay. Ego is not your amigo. Confidence is. Okay. Confidence is what everybody really should try to get and build. And by the way, you can build it. So the way you build it is number one, just like if you had a friend in life, let's say you had a friend guys. And every time that friend came around, he lied to you. He got you in trouble. He told you he'd help you move and he never showed up with the truck. He literally harmed you every time he came around. What would you do with that friend? You wouldn't hang out with his ass. Yeah. Get rid of him. You'd get rid of him. Right? Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Common sense, right? Simple. Exactly. 
Well, what happens if that friend is you? How do you get rid of yourself? Start changing what you do. No, you don't get rid of yourself. You can't get rid of yourself. You're stuck with yourself till the day you die. Right. So you have what's called a subconscious. And a subconscious is called a subconscious because it's subconscious level, which means you don't get it. It's subconscious. Get it? Yes. So the subconscious is constantly recording everything that's happening. It's recording this right now. So is your conscience, by the way. Because you have a conscious level, you're aware we're talking, you're listening to what I'm saying, but the subconscious is also listening. And guess what? It doesn't know the difference between small or big, right or wrong, round or square. It doesn't know. It's just recording and it's recording. And the subconscious mind is designed to protect you because we have survival instincts. So at the end of the day, if your friend kept lying, you'd get rid of them. You wouldn't hang out with them. You wouldn't like them. It'd be easy decision. But when it's you, you're not even aware you don't like yourself. A lot of people think, oh, I like myself fine. Well, dude, subconsciously, are you aware? No. No, it's subconscious. So you don't know what's in your subconscious. Your subconscious might be saying, Chapman, you don't deserve millions of dollars, you piece of shit. You can't even go to the fucking gym. But it doesn't sound like that. You know what it sounds like? Geez, James, you sure have been working hard this week. Why don't you sleep in? And you're thinking, yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> you're right. And your, sub- you're right. Mind, and your subconscious mind is manifesting things into your life and you don't even realize it because it's subconscious. And then you start to figure out and break down what's really happening. Well, what's happening is you've been lying to yourself for so long, your own subconscious mind doesn't think you deserve health. It doesn't think you deserve money. It doesn't think you deserve happiness. It doesn't think you deserve a good spouse. It doesn't think you deserve a a carefree existence. So guess what it does? It starts to almost sabotage your own success with rationalization, with excuses. It happens to us all, dude. I'm telling you. So how do you fix it? Well, let's take that friend, for example. What if that friend came over? And remember, you like this friend. You want to like this friend. They came over and they said, James Addison, listen, I screwed up. I really apologize. I want another chance. Dude, I'm going to be the best friend you ever could have. I'm never going to hurt you. I'm never going to lie to you. I'm never going to let you down ever again. What would you say? probably say I mean yeah you'd say all right you'd say all right I forgive you cool I wanted Mm -hmm. to like you in the first place now what happens when that friend the very next day lets you down again oh you fucking kick him to the curb yep oh now we're done motherfucker it's over yeah okay well guess what what if it's you He he gets another chance yeah every time Oh, dude, your subconscious mind is keeping you from being a fucking millionaire. It's keeping you from your dreams. It's keeping you from your perfect health. It's keeping you from your perfect relationship. Why? That's your subconscious way of telling you, (laughs) fuck off, you piece of shit. And guess what? It doesn't even know it's affecting you. It's subconscious. So at the end of the day, how do you fix it? Just like your friend, man, you got to first ask for forgiveness. You literally have to ask yourself for forgiveness consciously. 
listen, I have let myself down a million times. I'm aware of it. I'm consciously aware of it. Make sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, once you've apologized to yourself, then you need to make sure you never let yourself down again. Because it's very dangerous to make this deal with yourself and then let yourself down again. And believe me, you're going to want to because your subconscious mind, it ain't just going to take your word for it. You say you're sorry, it's going to say, okay, let's see how sorry you are. And then the next day, you let yourself down, you rationalize, you procrastinate, you freaking don't do what you said you were going to do. Fuck this guy, dude. Fuck you. You're never getting rich, bitch. No matter what you try to do, I'm always going to keep you down. Always. So fuck you. Let's see you go to these goddamn seminars. It ain't going to help you, fucking asshole. Uh, and then guess what? Now you're wondering, why can't I get ahead in life? What the hell do I need to do? Well, guess what? You're never going to figure it out because your bot, you won't let you win. Right. You are your own enemy. You are the reason you're not successful. You are the reason you're in this mess. You are the only answer to it. So if people can start to realize, like, maybe this is true. Okay, here's the steps. Number one, forgive yourself. Apologize to yourself. Number two, never let yourself down again. What does that mean? That means quit making fucking claims to yourself that you're not prepared to follow through. Think before you commit to yourself because it's so easy. Hey, dude, you want to go uh, work out tomorrow? Fuck yeah, because you feel like it right now. Tomorrow morning, bed's warm, you're tired, you don't feel like it. Guess what? Fuck yeah, I'll just not show up to the gym. Dude, you think you're hurting me? You're hurting yourself, bitch. Go ahead, lay there. Fucking let yourself down again, fucking lazy ass bitch. See what happens. So guess what happens? They start losing again. Why? Because they never got in shape. Why? Because they let themselves down again. So forgive yourself. Don't ever let yourself down again and make sure that you're very careful with what you commit to. Just dude, you don't have to commit to tomorrow. You could say, listen, I want to get in shape, but I'm going to figure out a day. I want to get shape. When, um, I'll get back to you because I don't want to commit because if I say tomorrow morning, damn it, tomorrow morning I'm going and I don't care what the problem is. I don't care what the reason is. We're not negotiating. This isn't a negotiation. You wake the fuck up, you get your fucking lazy ass to the gym, and you hit that motherfucker, and guess what happens? Now you're subconscious. And by the way, this is all subconscious. You're not aware it's happening. Now the subconscious goes, okay, okay, I see. I see you, dog. And then the next day, oh, shit, look at this motherfucker doing what he says. Next day, next day, next day, next day. A little bit of time goes by, and guess what you start to feel? You start to feel a little bit more confident. And then guess what you start to realize? Dude, I deserve more money. Like, I deserve a better relationship. Like, why am I settling for this fucked up dead-end job? This is a dead-end job, and I've been happy with it for three years. I totally know it's a dead-end job. I totally know that it's not for me, but yet, why have I been here for three years? And all of a sudden, guess what? You start looking for another job. You start seeking happiness. Why? Because you believe you deserve it now. That's why you subconsciously believe I deserve more. 
I'm a good person. I do what I say. I don't let myself down. I'm a good friend, which is why when you find a really good buddy like that, they call you up and move, even though it's inconvenient, man, you jump in the truck and you go help your motherfucking buddy move. Why? Mm. Because dude, it's your buddy. That's why too many people in this world don't realize, but they're not their buddy. They don't like themselves up until I was about 30 years old. I wasn't my buddy. I screwed myself every chance I got. So you start trusting yourself more. Everybody listen, like if he talks about nothing else, like that one piece, I mean, that's the turn factor. No bullshit though. When you just said that, the thought of like, okay, if I, if I go, when I go through these steps, forgive myself, like that's a no bullshit moment. It almost makes me nervous. Cause like, if I, if I do that and I claim that Brad, then I got to fucking deliver on it. You know, you're damn right. And guess what? That's step one, deliver on it. And don't ever let yourself down again. Now, that is a big commitment. No shit. But if you understand the magnitude of that commitment, it's not as scary as you think because you don't have to commit as much as you do. You commit now willy-nilly because you don't. it doesn't matter. You're not going to fucking do it anyway. But when you realize, holy shit, I got to start doing what the fuck I say I'm going to do, you quit saying you're going to do all that shit. You start to realize, damn, let me put some thought to this because I don't want to let myself down. Dude, you just improved as a human being. Now, your ethics just raised up a bit. Ethics to who? You. You. So now you're more ethical. And now what you do is step, let's say, forgive yourself. Step one. Step two, you want to give yourself a few wins, meaning you want to set some goals, even if they're small. Like, let's say you wake up every morning at nine. Don't go crazy. Say tomorrow morning I'm waking up at 8.30 and I'm going to wake up and I'm going to read three pages of a book that I'm interested in. Tomorrow morning you do that. It doesn't have to be drastic because the subconscious doesn't know if it's a small win or a huge win. It doesn't know if it's hard work or easy work. It doesn't know if it's round or square. It doesn't operate that way. It's just recording information. Oh, he's doing what he's saying. Oh, he's winning. He's succeeding. Why are you succeeding? Because I said I'm going to get up at 8.30, and I got up at 8.30. That's a win, brother. Hey, now it's this, brother. Holy crap, and it's barely, you did barely anything, but your confidence picks up a little bit. Why? Well, because now you're winning, and you're holding yourself accountable, and you're actually doing what you say, and the relationship with yourself starts to repair, and then you start to set up a little straighter, and then when people disrespect you, you don't tolerate it. Why? Because, dude, you're not going to sit here and disrespect me. Next thing you know, bad relationships start peeling away. Oh, you've changed. That's what people will tell you. Oh, Chapman, you've changed. You think you're so cool now? And then what do we do? No, I don't. What the fuck's wrong with thinking I'm cool? Yeah, motherfucker, I'm cool. And I finally know that. And I finally believe that. And your fucking ass isn't cool. You're a fucking piece of shit. You let me down. You lie. You smoke weed. You harm yourself. You're harming me. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, what a dick. Peace. Next thing you know, guess who you start attracting? Better people. Better Better people. people. Next thing you know, you're like, son of a bitch, my life's going pretty good. Holy shit, that shit works. (laughs) Well, no shit it works. It's because it's simple. It's not difficult. Everyone can do it. Why aren't people doing it? There's going to be people listening to this podcast. I just told you how to be confident, not egotistical, not arrogant, confident. Dude, ask 
females or males for that matter, but ask females, what's the number one most desirable trait in a man? Confidence. They'll tell you confidence. They like men that are confident. Why? Because it's certainty. People are attracted to certainty. You know how you feel when you're certain about something? It's game on. Like, let's say, hey, I'm going to bet you 50 bucks your name's not James Chapman. What would you say? I'd say, bring it. Let's make it 5,000. Yeah, because you're certain it is, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If, if you can get that certainty about everything, you, 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 people are attracted to you. People will run towards you. People will want to be around you all the time. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I notice that. Like, if I, if I talk about something, of course, I'm certain on it. It's not, I don't talk about it as an opinion. I talk about it as a fact, as a fact. That's because it is a fact and it's, and you're certain and whether you're wrong or right, doesn't matter. You're certain and certainty is a big, big, uh, factor in persuading people. Like when I talk to someone about light speed, dude, I already know for a fact, it's the most advanced kick-ass technology on earth. There is no other system like it. If you're not on light speed, you're on something inferior, period. That's why I sell everybody I talk to because that conveys my confidence conveys to them the truth. Now, does everybody close? No, because maybe some people don't trust me. They don't believe me. And when in reality, maybe they don't trust themselves. Yeah. But that's, that's beside the point. I don't want to go too deep here. I want to help people understand simplicity. And the simplicity is this. Look, if you don't have confidence, forgive yourself, set some goals and start doing what you say. Don't ever let yourself down again once you've asked for forgiveness because you're going to give it to yourself. And every time you do that, you chip away a little bit more and a little bit more. And pretty soon you're literally doomed. Okay. So I wouldn't do that. Like don't even do it until you're ready to do it. And guess what? Why wouldn't you be ready to do it as soon as you got off this podcast? Like if I were driving around listening to this and I agreed with it, I'd pull my fucking truck over and do it right on the side of the road. Oh yeah. So once you've forgiven yourself, then just set yourself a little bit of, of, of goals. And by the way, your goals could be, I'm going to drive to McDonald's and get a Big Mac. Dude, it's true. I mean, it, your subconscious would consider that a win. Now, your conscious, by the way, would know that it's not a win. Right. So you let your conscious drive and your subconscious record and manifest. So you let your conscious, should I drive and get a Big Mac? Well, that's not good for me. Dude, you're aware of that, so don't do it. Start making good decisions because when it boils down to it, you can't get rich making poor choices. At the end of the day, man, it always boils down to choices. The choices you make determine the road you'll take. You look at somebody in prison and you say, well, why are they in there? And you ask them and they say, well, it's not my fault. I was walking down the road and somebody came up and they pinched my wife's ass. So I punched him in the face and he fell over and he hit his head on a planter and died. So now I'm in here for eight years for manslaughter. But it's not my fault. Ownership. Well, dude, listen, everything's your fault. Exactly. Because you control the outcome. You control the reaction. For every action, there's a reaction, right? Yes, sir. Right. So you can be the cause or the effect. Because every cause has an effect. Every action has a reaction. So if you control the reaction, which you do, then you control the situation. So someone come up, grab my ass. I chose not to punch them. I chose to look like a pussy, because you would, 
And I chose to freaking scoot along and not have problems. Well, guess what? You might have to be called a pussy your whole life by your friends, but you ain't in prison. <laughs> so, so, so again, I'm using that as a dramatic example just to make my point. But my point is, is dude, you wake up every day, you should have the knowledge that, oh my God, I just got something more valuable than a million dollars. So you wake, up, you wake up every day and you're grateful. Now, now that you're grateful, you realize, shit, I'm going to control the entire day. I get to decide everything because you do. Those are your choices that you make. Now, you see these people pissed off. Oh, I've had a fucked up day. Well, if you, if you, if you choose everything, why would you choose to have a fucked up day? You wouldn't. You're so you wouldn't. in control. You wouldn't if you were aware of it and you were aware that you're in control. People don't realize they're in control. They literally will blame somebody else for everything. And we even go, we go into depth on that. It's like you see so many people that are just walking around like zombies on a regular basis and they have zero control. They have zero ownership of their lives. And it just, it blows my mind that people just, they just roam. It's, you know like, it's like a herd of cattle. You know why? Why? Because what they were told and learn and what they learned growing up, and because they they don't like themselves, and they're not aware. They're not woke. They <laughs> I want to get a shirt that just says "fucking wake the fuck up." <laughs> like, dude, it's not that difficult, dude. Like, literally, dude. If I coach a company on how to double their revenue. I'll double their revenue. I can show you how to double your revenue right now. Challenge accepted. If I worked with you guys one month and you did what I tell you to do in one month, you'd make double what you made this month. So how do I get on that train? Well, again, dude, you quit acting like it's fucking rocket science here. I'll, I'll help you right now. You ready? This is free. Yeah, free coach. First thing you got to do is figure out what you made last month. Go ahead and write that down. We got to see what double looks like. Okay. Now, write down what you made. Now you want to double that in 30 days, correct? Yep, yep. Okay, so now we got to go backwards. What did you do to make the figure you wrote down? What did you do? Made calls. How many? Leads. How many calls? Probably I'd have to look at the numbers. Exactly. You got to do the math. You got to do the math. For this to work, you have to do what I tell you, which is do the math. You have to literally think to yourself and track. Okay. And but here's what you'll end up with, by the way. If you do this right, here's what you'll end up with. You'll be like, dude, last month I made 10 grand. Right. I made 16 calls and four of them bought and I made 10 grand. Right. Okay. So this month I want you to make 32 calls. Devil in the work. You do more than you fucking did last month and you'll make more than you did this month. Now, when someone wants to argue that, it's because they're, dude, they're trying to make it. They, they learn something that that doesn't make sense. Like, it can't be that easy. Yeah. So it is that easy. If you make 50 calls and make 10 grand, make 100, I'll bet you you make 20. Yeah. Not only will you make 20, but next month you'll make even more because if you sold double the amount of people, you're going to get double the amount of referrals. 
Yeah. So now the third, the third month you make 24 and you're wondering, how did I do it? You fucking did more than you did before. Right. And then you do more until you can't do anymore. And now what you would be is considered capped. You can't do anymore. Let's say you're literally working 24 straight hours. You can't do anymore. Okay. Well, now what do you do? You hire somebody else to do additional. No, nope. nope. Not if you want to maximize and get every drop out of it. You get better. Get better. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, you, so you train and practice and you get better. And now guess what? The people you talk to in that 24 amount of time, you'll sell more of them because you're better. Close rate. You learn those secrets because you're better and you get better and better and better and you'll double and triple your revenue again. Even though you're not talking to anymore and you're not doing anymore, the, the things you are doing are more effective. Makes sense. So now you double and triple your revenue again. And by this time, you're t 10 times the revenue you were making. And you're thinking, fuck, dude, there was nothing crazy about that. Right, because it's simple. Now, once you've done as much as you can do and you're as good as you can get, which very rarely happens, now you scale, which means you hire somebody and you have them repeat your steps. And the key is to not pay them as much as you're getting paid for them to do the work. So let's say you get 5,000 a sale and right. you're doing as much as you can and you're as good as you can and you're maxed. Okay, so I'm going to hire this person and I'm going to say, I'm going to give you 4,000 a sale. And then you make a thousand every time that person makes a sale. Right. Now they're out doing what you did. Guess what'll happen? They make a bunch of sales. You just made 10,000 more dollars and you, all you did was scale. And then you do it again and you do it again and you do it again. And next thing you know, you're doing $5 million a freaking month. And people are like, dude, how are you doing it? Simple shit, dude. You just got to do it. Now, here's what's crazy. Why do people assume we only have 24 hours in a day? Because they go to sleep. I don't know. No, that's 24 hours in a day. Yeah. No, because everybody's told us our whole life there's 24 hours in a day. We only have 24 hours in a day. I mean, I'm coming from a public education, but I, there's 24 <laughs> hours in a day, Brad. <laughs> yeah, but there isn't, dude. There's 24 hours in a day. You believe that? It was 24 hours in my day. <laughs> Well, we're getting I mean, I'm not, I'm being serious. Like, hey, I know, but we're getting closer now. Let's break yeah. that down. This ain't rocket science. There's 24 yeah. hours in your day. Is there 24 hours in my day? Yes. How many hours is that? That's 48, 48 hours. How many people are in this world? Holy seven, shit. seven billion something. Times that by 24. How many hours are in the day now? Oh, a lot. Unlimited time, dude. Unlimited time. The difference is, is you're stuck at yourself. Like you're sitting there going, That's, good. That's really good. Hours in a day. Fuck you. Hours in a day. There's millions of hours. They're just not yours. So how do you get them? How do you get more hours? Bring in more people on. Yeah. Money. 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 Listen, listen. Average people trade time for money. Wealthy people trade money for time. Damn. So it's simple. Yeah. So if you got money in the bank, but you're out of time, trade the fucking money and you have more time. And hey. then guess what? With more time, you make more what? Money. And then you take the money and you trade it for time. And pretty soon you got a whole fucking batch of people 
working for you while you're on the beach with all the fucking time in the world and money. That's another thing. Saving money. Everybody wants to save their money. Have you been taught save your money? Yeah. Dude, money saved is worthless. That's valid. Yeah, dude, listen, if I gave you, look, I got 20 grand on my fucking desk, just in a wrapper, just to, just to, as a souvenir. <laughs> well, that's that's 20,000 bucks. If I ever need it, I can get it, but it's 20,000. You can't unwrap it. It's in this thing, but what good is that right now? Besides a paperweight, can't spend it. Right. It's useless. Yeah. This, this money right here is totally fucking useless. Yeah. Now, if I take this money and I go hire five more people that'll make me a thousand dollars each, I don't have the money, but I got the people. The people make me five grand each. Guess what? I get that right back and then some, and then I get rid of it, and then it comes back, and I get rid of it, and it comes back. Like the faster you get rid of money, assuming it's done wisely, you don't, yeah. you don't blow money. You use money. Money's a tool. So it's, it's literally like money is a tool and you've got a tool, but you don't want to use the tool. You're going to do all the work manually. Like let's say your money was a power drill and you're sitting there using a butter knife saying, oh, I'm saving the power drill. <laughs> that's, a, that's really good. Yeah, I've always looked at it. I've always looked at it with with that, like the saving side of it. My retained earnings in my business. It's it's a bill I pay, so I need to strategically pay that bill at a certain amount so I have cash flow. But the rest is, you know, I, I look at that as an expense as well. Not oh, let me spend as little as I can and then sit everything else back. And that's always helped me. Well, a lot of people save money, and they're wondering why they can't get ahead. Well, it's because you're saving money. Don't, don't save money, dude. Use money. Use money. Don't save money. Use money. Now, when somebody says, well, I got to save enough to use. Yeah, that's why you would save money. Listen, I don't, I don't get, but $1,800 a month extra. Well, then I'm going to save it until I have 18,000. Well, good. You're then you're, then you're saving the money to use, which is fine. I'm not saying get rid of every dime you have, but there's a lot of people, dude, with couple hundred grand in the bank and they're sitting there stuck wondering how they're going to make more money. Well, dude, take that money, quit saving it, start using it. Right. But people are afraid because we've learned to save money. We learned money doesn't grow on trees. Motherfucking bullshit, dude. Money comes from trees. (laughs) At the end of the day, dude, use the money you got in your bank. Do more than you're doing now. Get better than you are now scale your business and within three years, dude, you'll be making way more than you're making now. And you're going to go, dude, that's so fucking simple. It's ridiculous. It's almost, it's almost unbelievable. Well, that's why everybody's wandering around because dude, the answer's simple. Now maybe people didn't realize it was so simple, but now they heard me. So if you're listening to this podcast and you still don't get it, well then dude, you might need to unlearn some shit and quit trying to learn some shit. Like unlearn the shit you already learned because it's stopping you from believing the truth. And the truth is, dude, this shit ain't that difficult. You want to get in shape? Go to the fucking gym and quit eating like an asshole. I agree, the, man. There's, like, nothing, there's nothing to add to that. You know, like what the fuck is so hard about that? Oh, well, you know, I love pizza. 
Okay, well, then you're choosing fucking pizza instead of health. Quit fucking, quit making excuses and just say, I love pizza, so I'm going to be fat. Well, I don't want to be fat. I want to be buff and I want to eat pizza. Guess what? Then work fucking harder because you can eat pizza yep. when you're fucking working out like a madman. Yeah, but I don't want to work out like a madman and give up my pizza. Dude, something's got to give here. Yeah, you got to rationalizing again. It's not that hard. You want abs? Go to the gym, eat right. You want more money? Do more and get better. I want a better relationship? Get rid of the one you have. People asked me the other day, they said, dude, how do I get the attention of a power player? And I said, become one. It's legit. Yeah, dude, guess what? Game recognizes game. Yeah. When I meet people, they realize I'm not a fucking normal jerk off. I'm a fucking dude that knows people connected can provide value. They know this. I don't tell them this. They recognize it. They come to my office and they're like, holy shit, dude, this guy's doing something right. Look at who he gets to hang with. Look at all his customers. Look at what's going on. I don't go around bragging. They just see it. Well, guess what? That's how you get, that's how you get recognition from a power player. You become one. So people are trying to think, how do I get their attention? When they shouldn't be thinking, how do I get their attention? They should be thinking, how do I become one? But someone tells them, oh, you got to hang around better people. Well, how do I hang around better people? Become a better person. How about that? It's yeah, I was going just, I, I was going back to just what you said. You said at 30, it changed for you. You know, you, you, you told yourself what you were going to become. You had to forgive yourself. Did the steps you just gave us, you said at 30, you started doing that. I mean, that's the thing. Like I sit here and 100% believe that. I mean, who you are, but that started when you were 30, right? When you started building that and becoming that better person. 100%. Up until about 30, I was just worried about me. I didn't give a fuck about you. Matter of fact, if I could win and you had to lose, I don't give a fuck as long as I'm winning. Yeah. Well, again, does, and there's people like that that are doing what seems to be really well, but it won't last. That shit don't last. Um, but at the end of the day, it's when I started worrying about others that really it started coming back to me. So that whole figure out how to help people, that's the truth. You got to start thinking about somebody else, not yourself. It's weird. It's almost like a dichotomy. So to get more, I have to give more. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? To get more, you have to give more. I love it. It's so Very awesome. simple. Very like, simple. Think, think of life as a bank. How much money can you get out of the bank if you didn't put any in there? Sippo. Yeah, so we're sitting here not putting shit into our bank accounts and then wondering why there ain't a bunch of money in there. Well, dude, put a little more in there, and guess what? You'll get a little more out. Yeah. You give to get. You give to get. So, like, for example, let's say tomorrow you knew you were going to die. I can help you with that. I can stop that from happening. I can solve your problem. How much would you give me? Everything I had. Material shit don't mean nothing anymore. Mm. You'll give it all to me. Well, why are you giving it to me? Because I can solve your problem, right? Right, yeah. So problems are opportunities, right? Yeah. Right. Most people see problems as something to avoid. Right. 
most people look at problems like, dude, I don't want a problem. I'm, I'm spending my whole life so I don't have any problems. Dude, if you want opportunity, start looking for problems because if you want a million dollars, solve a million problems. They're here to the podcast studio. Go ahead and let them. Dang, it's been, tell them I'll be right there. This has oh, been, been uh, you've given us about an hour, Brad. Holy shit. See, Man. 25 grand, you owe me. Yeah. Five grand. Is that what I hey, 25, what, what, what? 25, 25. Oh, this I don't want to sell you short. It's <laughs> like a keynote. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's definitely much appreciated you coming on. Um, I'm glad that uh, we got to connect and it, it definitely means a lot that, that you, that you uh, got on with us. Um, we always end, we always end with talking about how this is tier one building for, for newer businesses. And we always ask for a little piece of advice, your whole fucking hour here. Like there's no piece of advice at the end. The whole fucking hour is what everybody needs to take. I'm taking it. I, I'm going to apply this shit because I want to be better in my business. And there's nothing else to add to that. That's well, good. I'll give you some more because dude, that's just a fraction of the action. I got it. <laughs> I got a ton more. And if anybody listening is interested, dude, I just barely scratching the surface. Join Closer School. We we talk about this and tons more every, all every week. But um, here's a piece of advice: believe in yourself. Understand that you deserve more. You just don't realize it because it's subconscious that you have to fix. And how do you fix something that you're not aware of? You know how you do it? You believe. believe. It's called faith. It's like, it's like God. They tell you there's no proof of God. Is there? No. no. What do you got to do? I have faith. You got to believe. Now, have you ever met people with really strong faith? Yeah. Dude, you can't convince them of otherwise, and they've never seen shit for proof. Right. Okay, so dude, quit quit looking for evidence and start just believing. You know, you are worth it. You do deserve it. You can do it. Like there is no other fucking truth. That is the truth. Now you have to figure out who along your life convinced you otherwise. Right. Because if you did believe in yourself and you did de- believe you deserve more, you would you would have more. So again, I mean, when you look at your bank, people always ask me, well, when do you think, you know, that, you know, how do I tell? Dude, look at your fucking bank account. Look at your fucking relationships. Look at your life. That's what you think you deserve. Because if you thought you deserved more, you'd have more. You don't think you deserve any better, folks. You believe subconsciously or otherwise that you are not worth more. So here's my advice. Stop fucking believing that. Start fucking getting pissed off. That's another thing. Patience. Gary Vee talks about fucking patience. Patience is for idiots. Okay? I'm serious. Now, if you look at the word patience, look up the word patience. It basically says that you can experience trouble, delay, and pain without being upset. Who the fuck would want to do that? Like, dude, you should be impatient. You, you should literally do more than you're doing now. 
make bigger fuss, make bigger commitments. Like don't be patient. Patient allows you to sit back and rationalize why you don't have what you want. Damn, that's so fucking true. I, I, you know what? I need to have patience. That's what my dad told me. That's what my teachers told me. That's what everybody's told me. You got to be patient. Okay. Well then I guess I shouldn't do more. I should just be patient. Fuck you. Do more. Okay. Raise your activity level. Get impatient. Do more and more and more and never sit down and never shut up and never be patient. It doesn't mean that it won't take time. Right. It means that you're doing the max amount, which means it will, it will shorten the time. You right. take somebody with patience, it might take them 10 years to reach a goal. Give me somebody impatient, they'll fucking reach the goal faster, guaranteed. Yeah. Okay, so that's the point. It doesn't mean that it won't take time. Getting in shape, it takes time. It doesn't mean right. be patient. It means do more and more and never be patient. You'll get there faster, right? So, yep. so don't have patience. And the last one, don't be humble, folks. Don't be humble, okay? Humble, humble is overrated, okay? Humble is a bunch of shit you need to unlearn. Okay. Go look up the definition of humble. Do you know what it says? Alexa, what does humble mean? As an adjective. Humble is usually defined as not proud or arrogant, modest. As a verb, humble is usually defined as to lower in condition, importance, or dignity, a base. For more, ask me to give you more definitions for humble. No thanks. Listen, humble, it means that you think you are not as important as others. You are of lower rank than somebody else. Listen, you know when it's time to be humble? Never. When you meet God. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's fucking legit. Yeah, why the fuck are you any more important than me? Yeah, no, 100%. And why the fuck do you think I'm any more important than you? Yeah. You shouldn't be humble, dude. Now, again, Jesus Christ or Buddha or whoever you believe in shows up. Oh, I, might, I, I highly suggest you humble yourself, friend. <laughs> but guess what? Other people aren't gods. They right. didn't make us. They don't control us. Why would you be humble? Well, right. because we've been taught. Be humble. Keep your mouth shut. Fly under the radar. Don't make too much noise. Settle down. Have patience. Fuck all that, dude. You want to... Right you want to go out and get what's yours because ain't nobody bringing it to you. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. Brad, I think sometimes I think about like how I'm serving my customer or serving my client. You know, I want to provide an excellent experience. I think sometimes I, I mix that with being humble. You know, that, that's, that's very different. Yeah, again, dude, all you got to do is look up the word. It says point blank, dude. It means that mm. you are not as important as others. You consider yourself of lower importance. Why? Why would you do that? Yeah. What are you, some idiot? What are you, some fucking dipshit? Yeah. Like literally, for, for me to be humble around you guys is somebody's parents teaching a kid to be humble. Well, again, Bible tells you to be humble. The Bible tells you to be humble in front of God, not other people. Yeah. In other words, when you, when you meet God, 
you better fucking humble yourself, Mr. Arrogant. This is the fucking creator. Yeah. Okay. I would agree that you should be humble when you meet God. Okay. But until then, I don't agree with being humble. I agree that you should be leaving yourself. You should understand that you do have importance. You are just as important as the next person. You're just as deserving as the next person. You just as capable as the next person. You just don't have the right information. So guess what? If I could go back, and I'm going to end it here because I got to go. Yeah. If I could go back to your guys' age, you know the two things I'd do different? Shoot. I'd seek knowledge faster, and I'd fucking invest my money wiser. Like if I would have invested my money like I am now way back then, dude, I guarantee I'd be a fucking billionaire already. I'd, I'd be so freaking incredibly wealthy. It'd be unbelievable. So like investing into more people into your company, the right people. Well, it could be people, could be whatever. But point being is I blew my money, dude. I wanted to look rich rather than be rich. Understood. Damn, that's, that's fucking good. Okay. I, like that. I, I, um, wanted, I wanted to say, look at me. I've got a fancy car when I didn't have any fucking property or cash flow assets that were paying for that car. Right. I was paying for that car out of my money. Well, the difference between wealthy and rich is wealthy people make money with their money to where literally they could end up drug addicts and coke whores and losers and they won't run out of money because they're wealthy. They've invested the money that makes money and now they can't fuck it up. Rich people have money, but they don't have wealth, which means rich people are spending money. Wealthy people are making money. You don't know the difference. This person looks wealthy because they got Ferraris and houses and cars and yachts and jets. Dude, if I make a lot of money, I can afford all those things. What happens when my income stops? Well, now I'm broke, dude. I just went from rich to fucking broke instantly. But if I'm smart, I'm making the good money. Instead of buying all that shit, go take that money and invest it wisely. That investment will give you all that shit. And now you can actually have it because it, you can't destroy that wealth. Right. So most people are getting it early and then they never get wealth. And then, dude, it's a roller coaster. They're rich, they're poor. They're rich, they're poor. Well, that's because they're not, they're not trying to build wealth. Don't try to get rich. Try to get wealthy. Folks, that's my time. Awesome, Brad. Thank you so much. Um, everybody needs to fucking listen to that multiple times. You're, you're a fucking idiot if you don't. Replay this episode. The amount of value just brought to you, unreal. Like, unmatched on this podcast. And follow me on Instagram, kids. At the real Brad Lee. And by the way, that's L-E-A. People say, is that Leah? I say, I don't know. <laughs> Drink tea. Well, and we're going to put that in the show notes as well. Uh, so, uh, Addison, you can close us out, man. Thanks for listening, folks. Grinder out. All right.